2: a podcast all about women and the arts, hosted by Stani and Sadie. Join us as we explore what it's like being a female artist, examine modern-day problems, and educate ourselves and others on important and forgotten female artists of the past. Well, hello, Sadie. Hello, Stani.
0: (laughs) And hello, everybody else. Welcome back to More Than a Muse. We're so excited to have everybody here. Oh, my gosh. I just feel like there's so much going on. It's awesome,
2: but... Sadie, how are you doing? I mean, yeah, I'm doing good. I'm just living the dream. Don't have too much going on at the moment. Actually, I feel like I kind of do. I'm like playing super senior because my in college, I was in an acapella group because, you know, college and music major, Mm -hmm. it just makes sense to be in an acapella group. And I, I have so many rehearsals with them this week because they asked me if I'd keep on singing with them for a certain event that we have to sing for. And I was like, yes, please. I don't want to graduate college, <laughs> so I will do it. I feel like this is like kind of like a scene from Pitch Perfect, and I am not mad about it. Yeah. So that's what I have going on currently. No, that's awesome. <laughs> Since everything is still socially distant, mm-hmm. um, essentially what it'll be is it'll be outside. We'll be performing on a stage. And there's only six of us in the group. So that's, I think, why they wanted us to sing. Because yeah. that's not a lot of people. Mm-hmm. But all the audience is going to be in their cars. Oh, so. interesting. Yes. It's for their UVU scholarship ball that they do every year. Uh-huh. So they have to have the event, I guess. So they're trying to figure out a way to do it. And to still provide entertainment. So oh, man. this weekend I'll be singing to a parking lot of well that's a first i'm sure but nothing i know with that you gotta do what you gotta do it's been a little
0: weird actually like um utah valley's been getting a lot of like i don't know like problems because the cases are rising really fast but uvu fun fact utah valley university has the lowest cases out of any university in the state of utah so like we're doing good as a school, but the county is not doing great. So they actually moved them up to orange yesterday, which freaked everybody out a little, but apparently UVU was already following orange guidelines. So little shout out to our school <laughs> for doing a good job.
2: <laughs> I have to go down to UVU a couple of times each week for rehearsal. And I, and part of me, you know, part of me is like, Ugh, these certain things aren't necessary. Cause like we have to be six feet apart and we have to wear masks. Mm-hmm. And like when you're singing, that's really hard. But like, I guess, you know, it's worth it to do yeah. those kind of things just to make sure that we don't have to shut things down again.
0: Definitely. Like, I really want to take my classes normal next semester. So oh, reminder no. to all the college students and everyone else, please just wear your masks. Like, let's get this over with sooner. <laughs> it's going like, to be better. Like, sucks for
2: everybody. Yeah. We're all in agreement.
0: <laughs> it's so bad, but hopefully like it can go down with cold and flu season is that like hoping for a miracle
2: (laughs) i mean i don't really know much about like (laughs) diseases to like say anything confidently but sure we can hope for that miracle (laughs) i can do that (laughs) the season where everyone gets sick no one will get covid (laughs) honestly i am never the person who like even gets my flu shot because I have a I'm so horrified of needles truthfully but for this year I was like you know what this feels like (laughs) an appropriate year to like start getting my flu shot like bite the bullet and try it out and see what like maybe it's time to face my fears and like just get it over with
0: (laughs) oh man what a year what a life what a life indeed (laughs) oh man
2: but I am really excited about our topic today, so... Yeah, exactly. Quarantine might be happening, but hey, we're starting this podcast and talking about women in the arts, so life is great. Life moves on. Exactly. So, yeah, do you want to talk about maybe, like, the article or referencing and how you found it? So, um, what we're kind of discussing today is an article by Linda
0: Knocklin that is actually from 1971, so quite a while ago. But it was published in a publication called Art News in January of 1971, and then um, republished in 2015, I think right around the same time as the Me Too movement. That would have been around that time, I'm pretty sure. So what happened is that, like, she posted this very, like, Pretty much, it's a feminist Mm -hmm. article. I don't think you could call it really anything else. Um, Titled, Why Have There Been No Great Women Artists? And I think it gained some traction then. Um, Right after she published this, I think they finally started putting some of the more famous women in art history textbooks. Which, wow, it took until the 70s? (laughs) Like, come on. But... um, after the Me Too movement is when everything kind of started getting pushed even further with women in the arts, I think, especially within art history. And this article became became even more relevant. So a lot of the language is kind of older. It's definitely very long and it can be like a lot to digest, I think. Yeah. <laughs> but it's some of the points she makes are just phenomenal and uh, mm-hmm. things that I had never even thought about before. And I ran across it. I'm trying to remember when exactly, like, quite a while ago, I think, Um, but especially I did a research paper on, like, the visual arts and women within them over the summer, because obviously it's a topic I love to talk about. I did this, like, huge, long research paper on it, and this became, like, one of my main sources for the paper, Mm -hmm. because it brings, like, all of the like, the reasons why people think women don't succeed within the arts, and then kind of refutes them, and basically says, like, but it's not that, because, like, here's all the reasons why that doesn't work, so I think it's a really valuable resource, and I think all around, it's just a really interesting idea to think about, that, like, we can't claim that there's no, that there's great women artists, and that's not because of talent, it's just because of, like, they've never been considered great by history and that's like Mm -hmm. our fault not theirs if that makes sense anyway we'll dive into it more but that's kind of the gist
2: yeah well something that i think is like so interesting because like even just like reading the um the title of the article which is you know why have there been no great women artists like when i first read that like i get very defensive of like "Ah, excuse me there absolutely has been but and of course there has been but at the same time it's like there for history like we don't know of any like um woman equivalent of beethoven or of michelangelo or you know leonardo da vinci or shakespeare even you know like there's just not those like like you know there's not their respective women for each of those fields like they just don't yeah. exist in our history books or in our memory. Mm-hmm. And, and it's like, it's like, why, you know, because obviously I think like the first thing that maybe some people would think is like, Oh, cause they're, they're not there or they weren't good enough to get there, mm-hmm. but like, no, like, what is it really? <laughs> you know?
0: Yeah. Like, well, even me, I literally read art. I had this art history book when I was a kid. Um, that we got from, like, one of those book fairs, <laughs> mm-hmm. and I remember reading it, and I think there was only one female in it, and I believe that was Mary Cassatt, which is clear up in the Impressionist period. I don't yeah. get a time. Okay, so she was born in, like, 1844 and died in 1926. So like, she died Dang. in 1926. That really isn't that long ago. So, like, she's definitely more recent than a lot of these artists. And so, as a little child, I just assumed, oh, well, there's all sorts of things that, like, I don't understand about women. Like, it probably was illegal Mm -hmm. to be an artist until she was born. Like, that's what I assumed as a kid is that women couldn't be artists until, like, the 1900s because...
2: Because wilds, wouldn't they be there? Yeah.
0: I was like, well, there's, like, artists clear back to, like, before anything like Mm -hmm. and yet we there's no females mentioned yeah there's actually like the national museum of women in the arts started doing like a movement in 2016 just called can you name five women artists because most people and I don't mean to make this like exclusively visual arts but there's like a lot of resources about that but anyway Anyone, probably, the majority of the American population at least, can name five male artists off the top of their head. Like, if you know the names of the Ninja Turtles, you already have four. Like, (laughs) it's really not that hard. Like, everyone's heard of, like, Vinci, Michelangelo, Van Gogh, Donatello. You know, like, everyone has at least five. But most people can't name five female artists. Mm -hmm. I feel like Frida Kahlo has kind of made it far enough that she can be mentioned, especially with Disney movies. Like (laughs) what was that cute little movie about? Do you know what I'm talking about? I I, I have no idea. With like about day of the dead. Oh, Coco. Yes. Oh, Frida Kahlo's in (laughs) Coco. Cause she was like iconic to Mexican heritage and culture. And like, yeah, so I feel like she's made it. But like, we don't talk about female artists enough Mm -hmm. in order to make them like household names. Yeah. Yeah. And luckily, like, I feel like more of that's happening now in today's society, which is really nice. But like, we're still kind of forgetting the historical side of it all. Yeah.
2: It's just really sad. Well, it's like this, like, interesting thing, though, because like. My other thing, because it's like, of course, like there's a big it's important to like bring um, awareness to like women artists and like women musicians who history has forgotten. I mean, obviously, we think that's important. That's literally what this whole the premise of this podcast is. (laughs) But like at a certain point, though, that I think the article kind of talked about is are they there? Like, of course, they're there. But like, are they there to the point where it is on the level of Shakespeare mm-hmm. or on the level of Beethoven who obviously are very famous mm-hmm. in their respective <laughs> yes. fields like they've literally changed our cultures mm-hmm. I think and and you know just changed the way changed music, changed theater just wonder like are they there? Are they even there for us to discover? And obviously there are women artists that have been forgotten but like are they that big? And why aren't they? And I don't know because of the questions that keep me up. Yeah, I feel like that's
0: a really important question because especially with more female artists being brought to light, a lot of people are like, oh, well, we shouldn't do this. Like, we don't need to pull them up to a level of greatness that they didn't achieve on their own. Exactly. And to me, like, I feel like that's kind of a mess. (laughs) Like, it's valid, but at the same time, it's kind of like, well, why didn't they reach that level? Like Mm -hmm. if Van Gogh and Leonardo da Vinci had been left out of history books until the 80s and then none of their artwork was allowed to hang in museums and we never spoke about them until like now, would
2: everyone know their names? And And then if we saw Van Gogh's art, which obviously that's amazing work, but like would it still be the same? Would it be regarded the same way? Exactly. So it's
0: hard and I think it goes with, like all of the arts as well like even clear back to Shakespeare's time women weren't even allowed to play the female parts in his plays so
2: (laughs) no very true it's like this sad thing of like how many women storytellers were there that Mm -hmm. just didn't really have the ability to share because you're because I you're right like with Shakespeare like the women in his plays were played by men yep like, where was the space for women playwrights? I don't feel like it existed.
0: There was no space for women within the theater at all. Mm-hmm. And so it's just kind of, I don't know, it, it makes sense that women haven't reached the same level of greatness because we don't talk about them from, like, the very beginning
2: of a child's life. <laughs> well, okay, so... I once overheard, you know, of course, I went to university. I went to a college in music, and um, I overheard this conversation once that goes so much with what we're talking about, and it literally, it just made my blood boil. I I was so upset. Mm-hmm. So what happened is, so along with this, I know there was a faculty member who, his like theme of the year was like inclusion And so each concert that he put on, it would like feature works from like minorities or from women or just, and I think also just like works that aren't performed a lot. And so, and it was the wind symphonies. So yeah, he puts on these, he put on the show um, and one of them was featuring the works of women composers. And I overheard this conversation from a group of men who were in this, you know, in this group And essentially they were just like talking about the fact that the music that they were, that they were learning for this concert was actually really easy for them to learn. And then someone kind of made a joke of like, well, what did you expect? Like it's an all women composers concert. So it was kind of like saying that like, we're doing this all women's concert. So of course the music is a little bit easier because it's not as advanced or not as good. And I was like, okay that's sexist but the funny crazy thing is like as they kept talking though they were like you know like i don't think there's anything wrong with doing an all women's composers concert i just think it's too soon to do it because their point was that like women haven't had enough time to like catch up to like the level of men or that like there's not enough women composers that you're able to like weed out who's like fine and then like who's great and like do the great works And and it's just like this like tricky thing because it's like, Mm -hmm. you know, yeah, like there are less women composers. So therefore there's maybe less to pull from to like create their most beautiful music. You know, like if you want to do an all women's concert, you have a whole like your options are so much more limited than, you know, if you were to include men. So like there's obviously a point to that. But then even just like hearing the way that these college students like that, they even still they still perceive women's work they still were perceiving it as, well, it's written by a woman. So, of course, it's less than. And yeah. And my thoughts were just like, okay, like, do we, like, we need to give women an opportunity to, like, catch up so that they can be at the same caliber of men? Like, oh my God. is that is that what we're saying? And, like, and it made me feel weird, too, because it's like these are my classmates and these are my peers. And, like, while I don't feel like they are, they were like they're like sexist and I don't feel like they they ever treated me, you know, less than for being a woman. But at the same time, like hearing them have that conversation, it was like, you know, I'm I'm a composer. Like I mean obviously like my strength isn't like composing wind symphonies or like orchestra. Like that's not my focus, but like I am a musician and I am a composer as a woman. Mm -hmm. And I really loved that they were doing an all woman composer night like exactly that was like really cool for me I went to that concert I thought I think it's important to do those kind of events and so to kind of just hear them being like this is stupid this is unnecessary (laughs) I was like "Mm, Mm. I feel I feel Mm -hmm. sexism coming from this conversation definitely I don't like it
0: (laughs) no I think that that kind of brings up an interesting point is that maybe yeah like their work didn't reach that same level of greatness and I don't think um, even in the article she mentioned that sometimes we try to like pull out women from history and bring them up to the same level of greatness, but that's ignoring the fact that history didn't let them reach that. yeah, and so I think it's very important to have events like that. But I think it's important to frame it in like the yes, maybe the music is simpler. Maybe like there mm-hmm. isn't as many. Why? Like, let's talk yeah let's
2: about talk about, about that. And let's not let the answer be because they're just not as good.
0: Yeah, because that's not it. Like, if the Olympics and sports have shown us anything, it's that women can do whatever the freak they want. (laughs) Like, there is no ability level that, like, once we hit, we're not there. And yes, like, maybe biologically, physically, like, men are stronger or something but that doesn't mean
2: Does testosterone help you with strength. Yeah. I can, I can admit to that. (laughs) But women go through freaking childbirth. They like
0: raise children and you cannot tell me that those things do not cause physical pain (laughs) and strength because I'm sure that they do. And so I think it's not like this thing where it's like, Oh, well women just aren't capable of the same things as men. I -hmm. think women are capable of whatever they want to accomplish especially when it comes to like the arts and creativity and like there is no limit on the female brain. Like it's not the same. Your brain doesn't work because of testosterone or estrogen. It just, it functions. (laughs) I just think that like the human thought exists in its own sphere and it's not Mm -hmm. limited by anything other than ourselves. I think it's really important to have like all women exhibits Because then it Mm -hmm. allows, well, yes, I think it's important. It would be even better
2: if they could just be integrated into the regular ones without it being some huge thing. That's the tricky thing, I feel, because it's like, I I mean, I personally love all-women concerts. I love, you know, all-women exhibits. But at a certain point, like, I don't want their art to only exist if it's separate. Yeah. You know, like, it's. you're right, it's better if Mm -hmm. it's integrated and it just already exists there. Exactly. Rather than... You know,
0: it's like I want to walk into an art museum and walk into like the Baroque section and see Mm -hmm. all of the artists of the Baroque period, including the females.
2: Yeah, exactly.
0: And I think that until we reach there, we haven't quite gotten what we want. Mm -hmm. But it's definitely important to include the women as much as we can, because there's younger girls growing up who are going to limit themselves based on what they see people doing. Mm -hmm. And I think it's an unconscious thing that we don't even think about. But if there are no female artists, younger girls won't think that they can accomplish that.
2: Mm -hmm. And like, I don't know, it's like this tricky thing because it's like, obviously, you know, like we we both pursued certain things, Mm -hmm. even if, you know, women were the minority in some sense, which granted, like when I growing up for me, like there was no lack of women singer songwriters (laughs) and I'm very thankful for that but at the same time you know like it was also so empowering to me as like a young girl to be like oh my gosh I love writing songs and then to have these artists that I loved who were who were writing their own songs and singing and telling their own stories Mm -hmm. and then it was like holy cow like if like if they can do that like that's what I want to do like you know and like that can be a model for me as like an eight-year-old girl who thinks that would be really cool
0: exactly so i think it's important to let people know that like women have existed since the beginning Mm -hmm. of time in these different mediums doing phenomenal things and that the only limits that have been placed on them were history because of their gender
2: and whether that be like just the times of like how they were regarded or you know just later on history trying to write them out in Just different aspects.
0: Yes. Oh my gosh. Which is a whole other thing we could get into. But hey everyone. Um, here's a brief little break. We're gonna call our artist spotlight, where we shout out artists that we love to follow on Instagram who are also female. But these are just great people that you can go and check out their stuff and follow along with them as well. So
2: there's this girl that I follow on Instagram. Um there, her at is Color Me Courtney. Um, it's really cool. I mean, she's definitely more of like just like a content creator, but she definitely uses fashion and clothes as um, her art medium. And for one thing, just looking at her account, it's very fun and um, just a lot of bright colors. But I think it's cool. I mean, for me, I don't use clothes and I don't really use fashion so much as like an artistic expression um but it's cool to follow her and kind of be reminded of like the fact that like photography and fashion and clothes of like how much of like an art that is because to me I don't maybe recognize it so much as it doesn't play in my life but she's really cool very just like pretty pictures like she'll go through different themes on her Instagram with like colors and um you know it's like cool because like if you scroll through all of a sudden the feed becomes purple and then it becomes yellow and then it's so I think she's a really cool person to follow. It brightens up your Instagram feed, and she's just seems like a very lovely human being. So check her out. The Instagram again is color me Courtney. I
0: wish I could use fashion as like an art form. Me too. That is not something I have grasped. Same. I <laughs> it's <laughs> leggings
2: and t-shirts still.
0: Oh my gosh. I was about to say that. I was like, as I sit here in a legging and t-shirt uh-huh. for the <laughs> The a millionth time this year. Yep. <laughs> oh, that's okay. Um, I have one as well. So I wanted to shout out this interior designer. She does like a bunch of different stuff, but it's mainly interior design. Um, her name is Justina Blakeney, but her business page is called The Jungle
2: mm-hmm.
0: And it's like super, super boho. Um interior designs like lots of plants and textiles and like wild patterns and she also does um i forgot about this but she also does like paintings too that she sells on her website Mm. and i just love the feed so much because it's just like really colorful and wild and fun she's always coming up with like new cool things like pillows and wallpaper and all sorts of stuff so definitely check her out you can follow her personal one or her business one. Both of them are beautiful. So it's Justina Blakeney and the Jungle And we'll have a highlight on our Instagram where we tag all of these people and maybe share some of our favorite things. So it'll be under the spotlights highlight on more than muse.podcast. So definitely um if you wanna see everyone that we like, then you can go back there and check there as well. And if there's anyone you want us to tag, then let us know including Mm -hmm. yourself we're not against that promote yourself
2: yeah we would love to see the amazing work that you're doing
0: Mm -hmm. especially we were talking about this any like dancers or Mm -hmm. maybe theater people too if you have like a youtube channel or something we should shout out i'm all for that of course i don't follow enough people in that realm no that's what yes definitely (laughs) (laughs) give us your recommendations
2: back to the show
0: well I I think it goes to show that this is like a, a society problem not a female mm-hmm. problem I think mm-hmm. too often people are like oh well if they just work hard enough then they can push well, up to and now the back same to level. the episode. And, mm-hmm. and it's like yeah but when you're starting 10 miles behind like mm-hmm. it's so much more ground to cover and wouldn't it be nice yeah. if like that just didn't happen <laughs> like yeah and and th- of course, like, this is also acknowledging the fact that it's even harder for people of color um, mm-hmm. of both genders. And, yeah, like, yes, for sure. Like, I definitely want to cover a lot of win- women of color within the arts as well, because that's a whole other thing that they had to fight Absolutely.
2: against. Well, I think that's... It's I'm hard because it's, like... You know, I am a woman in arts, and I'm very proud of that. And it's, like, I don't want to, like use that as an excuse you know Mm -hmm. being like oh well it's harder for me or oh well I have more things against me Mm -hmm. and and the truth of the matter is is like as I've pursued this I I haven't personally experienced you know like people being sexist or I mean I've experienced people being condescending and like (laughs) being rude but like when I look back like I don't know if that's because I'm a girl or if that's just because of the person I am or you know like I I don't know And it's like this like balance of like, you know, I don't want to use it as an excuse for anything, but also I think it's, but when you're also looking at history, like it's so important to keep that in mind of like, like you said, like going back, why are there not more women artists? And is it because they all suck? No, (laughs) you know, like, no it's probably because there was something going on that was stopping them within their cultures. exactly.
0: Yeah, it's like, you look at Artemisia Gentowski's work and tell me that it sucks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it doesn't. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. No, I think that that's really important to look at. There's another point that she brought up that, like, hit really hard for me. Um, a lot of the times, people say that women's art doesn't succeed, and I think this works for music and mm-hmm. art, because it's too feminine. Mm. And this is, like, It's like such a trigger word for me in a lot of ways because a lot of the times in the arts, especially in graphic design, I feel like one of the critiques we get a lot of the times is like, oh, well, it's a little too girly. Mm. And that's kind of seen as like a don't-go-there kind of thing, Um, which to me is just kind of like, okay, so it would be better if it was like more masculine. Is that what you're telling me? Like art needs to be more... And I, like, I don't think anyone means to be inherently sexist by saying that. But it still is, like, something that I think we need to acknowledge that, like, feminine art isn't bad. Yeah. (laughs) But also she brought up the fact that, like, um, if you Mm -hmm. try and link different artists throughout time that are just, like, female, they're not that similar to each other other than they're female. But if you look at Mm -hmm. them in comparison to their own period and like what time period they were in, they're more similar to the people around them, which makes sense because we're more shaped by like the life we're living than our gender. And so Mm. it's interesting to think about that people are like, oh, well, like they all belong together because they're all females. And it's like, no, they're, they kind of belong with the people that they're in the same time period as because that's what is more reflected within their work
2: I mean just like you saying the fact that like things that are associated with being girly is or feminine is like less than like that obviously opens like up a whole spectrum of even just like other podcasts but just like a quick thing of it's just like yeah like because if you look at like the things that girls like you know what I mean as far as even just like the typical like fangirl trope with like the Beatles and even like now like with One Direction which I don't know if One Direction is actually that current anymore considering they're (laughs) not a band but you know what I mean like Mm -hmm. the people the bands that the girls love are maybe viewed as less than or or even though like even like the women pop stars that it's like why is their music only for women
0: yeah exactly like they I feel like a lot of the times people scrutinize lyrics a lot more for females too They're like, oh my gosh, I can't believe she wrote about that. And it's like, so-and-so did that too. They just did it in Mm -hmm. like a slightly different way. Like I think even Taylor Swift is listed off like a ton of people who write about past relationships. And yet she's the only one who gets crap for it. Something that she brought up in the article that I really loved kind of about that fact is that many artists throughout time use like more feminine things, like Mm -hmm. delicate colors, soft light, feminine figures, and florals. Um, Like, Claude Monet is very famous for his paintings of lily ponds. And Mm. Edward Degas painted ballerinas. And I don't think you'd ever look at either of those things and be like, oh, they're so masculine.
2: (laughs) Yeah, that's true.
0: (laughs) But both of those were painted by men. Um, And then if you look at, like, Artemisia's work, where she has, like, women literally beheading people with, like, blood gushing down the sheets. Like, compared to a painting of a ballerina. Like, which one would you describe as more feminine? Yes. Uh-huh.
2: <laughs> like, there's definitely one that is more stereotypically associated with women rather than men.
0: Exactly. Mm-hmm. So it's just kind of like, well, I don't think female artists throughout time are creating, like, inherently feminine art. Mm-hmm. Um, We just... Someone along the way was like, oh, well, they're too girly and that's why it doesn't succeed. (laughs) And that's a bad thing. It is. It's so terrible. And then she even mentions like there have been no great women artists because there have been no great Lithuanian jazz pianists nor Eskimo tennis players, no matter how much we might have wished there had been. So it just kind of goes to show that like we don't have any Eskimos out there playing tennis because the environment doesn't allow it. And it's the same thing with like female artists. They haven't reached greatness because we, as a society, haven't allowed them to get there.
2: And because the environment that they were in, you know, back in like the 15, 1600s, it just didn't really allow for them to get up to that point. Yes. And I think
0: our responsibility is to like acknowledge that that's been a problem the entire time and then to make sure that the environment that we're creating now Mm -hmm. isn't going to be the same for everyone else. Yeah, because it would be so nice to live in a world where like a female singer or songwriter isn't looked down on for like, oh, okay, (laughs) that's what you're doing, because I've even heard that sometimes is that they're just like, oh, yeah, well, every girl wants to be a singer. And it's like, yeah, what's wrong with
2: that? Well, (laughs) (laughs) true that. I mean, I think even just like because like I'm so aware that like the thing that I love, like it's such a cliche kind of trope you know where it's like oh i'm the little cute blonde girl who like likes to write songs and isn't it cute and it's like okay thanks but like also like i'm actually kind of serious about this and like this is like my craft this isn't just like the cute thing that i want to do and 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 the truth is is like i don't know how much of that is in my head just from my own insecurities and me just like finding any reason to like hold myself back you know or or if it is based off of the way you know people have treated me or things that people have said um or you know just like my fear that like no one's really ever taking me seriously I think there's probably a mix of both it's a hard it's a balance yeah you know Mm -hmm.
0: and definitely like whatever mindset we have about these things is definitely We didn't come up with that on your own brain. Like, you as a little girl weren't like, oh, well, I'm probably, like, not being taken seriously. Like, something shapes that and makes us feel that way. I've definitely heard people comment before, though, that they're like, oh, yeah, well, like, every teenage girl, like, wants to go on and have this great career. Like, not all of them can make it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I think that that's just, like, a
2: really weird way to to look at things. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think even, like not even like in the arts well i guess this is kind of the arts of just like even like the oh well all these girls want to go to hair school Mm -hmm. and it's like why is like going to hair school like a negative thing like if that's something that someone wants to do and they're passionate about it for one thing like hair is an art that like i don't understand so like that is an art form and why is it viewed as less than because a lot of women pursue that field
0: Exactly. No, that's a, such a good point to bring up. Um, I remember reading an article that like, talked about the fact that women weren't finally accepted in the arts until it was no longer a pastime for or like a suitable career for men.
2: Mm. And that
0: was like such an interesting thing to think about. Um, because like female artists, um, specifically like, painters, illustrators and everything were fighting so hard until, yeah. um, I think it was, uh, it probably was one of the world wars in the great depression. Um, men no longer, um, could pursue art cause they were fighting a war <laughs> or like yeah. trying to get money and food on the table. Um, and so women were able to like flood the art schools and they kind of like took up that position and, Finally, the barriers broke down because when 80% of your students are female, you can't take your, yeah. like, one male student off to go paint a nude and not let any of the females do it. Yeah. So it's kind of interesting to think about that as well, is that, like, when art was no longer considered, like, a viable career field, then it was mm-hmm. allowed to, like, be, con- like, females were allowed That's to when there. it
2: became the more stereotypically woman field. And then it almost was like, hmm you're going into the arts, like, (laughs) what are you going to do with that degree? And it's like, shut up, something.
0: (laughs) I know, I feel so lucky that I don't ever have to really answer that because graphic design is, like, still kind of up and coming. Yeah. And so people are like, oh, wow, like, you're going to get paid a lot. And it's like, well, yeah, I mean, (laughs) it's a nice perk, but, but like, I know – even from, like, a young, young age, I knew that I would end up doing something in the arts even if I earned mm-hmm. no money just because yeah. I knew how much it meant to me to be involved in this field, like, the entire field Absolutely. as the whole. So mm-hmm. it kind of sucks when people are like, oh, what are you going to do with that? And it's like, okay, I'm guilty of asking that to English majors and everyone else. And
2: That's <laughs> that's very true. Like, guilty <laughs> as charged. I know I have things I can work on as well with that yes. question. And but...
0: Yeah, but no one, like, turns to a doctor, and like, oh, so, like, how do you plan to make money? (laughs) But, yeah, I think her final statement in this is, like, very profound. And she even kind of, like, quotes Shakespeare at the beginning, which is fun for me. But she says, The fault, dear brothers, lies not in our stars, our hormones, our menstrual cycles, or our empty internal spaces but in our institutions and our education. Education understood to include everything that happens to us from the moment we enter this world of meaningful symbols, signs, and signals. The miracle is, in fact, that given the overwhelming odds against women that so many of them have managed to achieve so much sheer excellence.
2: I do like that. That is a good parting thought. And
0: I think that that's, like, the important thing to focus on with all of this is that, Mm -hmm. yes, it's tricky. Like, we're not trying to put these female artists on a pedestal and say that they're better than Van Gogh or anything. Mm -hmm. But it's important to realize that, like, they never were given that chance. Yeah. And the few that have risen are miracles because
2: the odds were, like, stacked against them in every way. But You know, I've heard people being like, well, there are some, so so there isn't a problem because some people were able to Mm -hmm. overcome it and it's like okay yes it's the fact that it's like a woman had to be so so good to even get any credit you know yeah it wasn't the same playing field and it's just important to make sure that like you're right we have to acknowledge that when we're looking at history that like there was there was a difference in the way that men and women were treated by society mm-hmm. as far as like the rights that they had. And then how did therefore that affect the famous women that are now in history or like, you know, the famous artists. Or, and of course, like there's examples of like powerful women in history, mm-hmm. of course. But that doesn't discredit the fact that like in like there were things playing against them in the 1500s, 1600s that for one thing isn't really playing against us now beyond like you know maybe people's prejudice or you know things that just kind of carry on in a culture but you know what I mean like it's it was a different world it was a different thing and even if some people were able to come you know get outside of that it's it's not fair (laughs) you know to the other ones to not include that in the equation at least yes and I think it's important to realize too that like it's still
0: happening. Like a lot of the times people are like, well, there's so much women, so like there's no problem anymore and it's like, mm, um no, there still is. <laughs> there's still um, there's still things that are happening that I think are important to be aware of. Let me look up. Fewer than 15% of US orchestra conductors are female. Fewer than 50. Wait, did you say 50%? 15. Oh, 15
2: i was like that seems pretty good
0: (laughs) 15 percent which is tiny um Uh of the largest of the 22 largest american orchestras women composers are accounted for only 1.8 percent of the total pieces performed dang which really one (laughs) percent um new york city ballet performed 58 ballets in one season including seven world premieres and not a single ballet was by a woman wow which ballet is like very female centered so it's like really interesting to me that they mm-hmm. uh, and then from t- 2007 to 2017 less than a third of all speaking characters in top films were women interesting and uh of visual artists today are women. On average, they earn $0.81 for every dollar made by male artists. Hmm. And that one's even, it's actually, I think, worse than that. That one's been updated. There's, like, huge gaps in how much art sells for if it's by a man versus a female. To me, like, that feels just so wrong to be like, oh, well, I guess there's just no great women that have been able to accomplish that. Because... Oh, my gosh. If you look even for like the limited scope of history that we have of women, they're everywhere accomplishing amazing, incredible things right alongside their male counterparts the entire time. And I don't think it's for lack of trying (laughs) that we don't have these females there. I think it's something that we're still allowing within society that's not permitting people to do what they're fully capable of
2: and i think even if it's like you know like i said not even like blatant sexism but it's like you know is it just that them that maybe men are just like creating little boys clubs of like these are my go-to people and they just happen to be men because this is who i'm close to but there's like you know maybe no effort of including other women who maybe they wouldn't naturally be drawn to i don't know
0: No, exactly.
2: There's just so many. There's just so many things.
0: Oh, my gosh. We should do a whole episode on the boys club. Because I I definitely,
2: like, felt that a lot. Me too.
0: And I don't think people... I guess what I like, I want to make this clear. I don't think in nowadays society that that many people out there are, like, completely anti-gender equality. Like, I really don't. I like to believe that we're all kind of under the belief that, like, this has kind of gone on for too long and it needs Mm -hmm. to be fixed. And I know that there's probably still outliers that are like, no, women belong below
2: men on whatever. (laughs) Yeah. No, but I'm I'm with you there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: But I think that there's just things, like, subtle little things that are still happening that people Mm -hmm. don't realize are a problem yeah and that is attributing to this issue
2: without people thinking about it. not hard mm-hmm. so in conclusion, though, I feel like it's just important, you know, like I said, like there's women there there are great women artists, even if they're not maybe as great as the Beethovens or the Shakespeares. but you know, their works do still deserve to be considered, and it's so like like you talked about earlier, like just when we're when we're having the conversation about women composers or women artists in general, it's just really important just to keep in mind that you know there were outside factors that maybe presented prevented them excuse me, from reaching the same level of excellence as maybe their mere male peer peers
0: yes, and I think that that's kind of what we really want to do um mm-hmm. I realize that this is a female art podcast, which means that we are highlighting primarily female artists throughout time. And I did grapple with that a little bit, kind of struggled with Mm -hmm. it for a while because I was like, crap, am I contributing to the problem? Like by pulling females out of it, are we like, would it have been better to just do like an art podcast and then just like make sure that women are in it? But then I kind of realized like, I'm not an art history book (laughs) but I have read a lot of them, and if these people aren't in it, then how are people ever going to learn about them, and so I guess I'm not saying that, like, the men aren't important, and they didn't contribute, because they are, like, trust me, there are so many people in my life that I look up to, and that are important to me that, like, are men, and they would not, like, I wouldn't be in the place that I am today without them, and I know that, Mm -hmm. Um,
2: And, like, obviously, like we said, like, there's no way that we could deny the fact that, like, Shakespeare or, you know, Mozart, Beethoven, like, they all played such a, they made such a huge impact on their cultures. Exactly.
0: Like, hands down, I will admit it, Vincent van Gogh is my favorite artist. Like, I could sit here and struggle about the fact that it's not a female, but you know what? (laughs) I grew up with his work, and that means something. And I guess that's what I'm trying, like, that's what I want to do here is I Mm -hmm. want little girls and, like, other people to hear about these amazing people that I had to wait forever to find out about.
2: Absolutely. So
0: we're going to be, like, your alternative art education (laughs) because it took way too long for me to hear about these people that, like, now have such an impact on me. So, And also, we want to empower current artists within their field to continue to pursue their dreams, despite, like, anything else. I know, like, I definitely have encountered sexism on a couple of occasions, and I know that that's probably the same for a lot of other people, too, and Mm -hmm. I think that that's an important thing to continue to talk about as we move forward as a society, to make sure that people just
2: don't go, oh, well, we solved that problem, because obviously we haven't, (laughs) so... So thank you so much for tuning in and to listening today. Um, just a reminder, our Instagram is more morethanamuse.podcast. If you want to follow us, um, we'll talk more about what it means to be a muse and yeah. just more about women in the arts. Um, and then also, if you are enjoying our podcast, um, if you could leave us a review, that would be great.
0: Yeah. And also, like, on the Instagram, we'll link these articles that we talked about and probably more because I'm sure some of you will want
2: to read them and also um, we can put the link to it in like the podcast show notes Mm -hmm. so if you're interested in reading it it's a good read it Um, is it like we said it is kind of like older language so it is a little bit
0: it's not like it's a a a lengthy article yeah and it's not like an easy read I would say but it's still really cool
2: definitely So. so we will put that link in encourage you to read it Join the conversation. Let us know what you think about it. And thank you for listening.
1: Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. Hey, Drew Scott here, and I'm Jonathan Scott, reminding you that life's better with a home policy from American Family Insurance. They can help you get just the right protection at just the right price and help you save when you bundle home and auto. Kind of like Goldilocks and the Three Bears.